I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. We are uh, just full of it with all the drama of 90 Day Fiance. I mean, Lisa, Usman, Trisha, Jeffrey, like they were all hardcore in social media this week. What did you girls think of the latest episode? So much drama. It was freaking crazy. Like, I feel like now with this season and these episodes, we don't know what we're going to get. Like, who's going to go off? Who's going to come out of nowhere? I don't, it was interesting. I really liked the Darcy Tom drama though. Cause that like took me for a loop. Like I, I was shocked. I was like crazy. <laughs> that Darcy and Tom argument was a real argument in yes. that moment I was like this is a this is real tea and real drama between a couple or a former couple now so I, I like the authenticity <laughs> that was represented in that scene I agree you know how you ever have a fight with a significant other and it caught you can see it like boiling up so you're like calm 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 and you guys are kind of like saying little bits and pieces to each other but not full out uh right as soon as it got full out you could see like they both were just like no holds bar we're gonna we're gonna keep it decent and classy but i'm also gonna get all the jabs in damn did they right <laughs> yeah um I, and i really think that he just tried to hit any low blow he could at that point but we're gonna go we're gonna get into them later on um i think we should start with lisa and Ethan. y'all want to do that yeah, over that couple. Yeah, a little, a little drama themselves. Usman is actually taking up for himself. So, like, unlike I would compare her to Michael and Angela, I would compare this couple to them. They're the closest couple, I guess. Um, even though she is no Angela, uh, I think that unlike Michael, Usman is really like he's not just settling and like letting her have her way. He's really noticing. He's taking notes. Like, this isn't, it's not going to work this way, you know? And I like that about him, that he's actually taking up the stuff. What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I was happy that Usman finally put his foot down and took up for himself and spoke up for himself because she does talk to him like a piece of crap. And um, I'm glad he realizes that now. And it's kind of sad that it's taking his friends to get in his ear for him to take up for himself. Like, hey you know, I, this is a problem. And I'm glad he kind of had the foresight to think like, once I get to America, I'm not going to have my friends and my family and my support group to run to. It's just going to be me and this woman and she's going to bully the heck out of me. So I'm interested to see what happens next between them. (laughs) You know, my favorite part was when they edited all the bullying that she was doing in like a little montage as he was talking to her. I thought it was hilarious because you could really see herself, you know, like she is really that way. And I don't think that she sees it that way. And even when she was trying to kind of like apologize and backtrack, when she sat down on the couch and was like, you need to decide and you need to decide now. I was like, oh, see, she still doesn't get it. I think, yeah, I think she doesn't take any, like, uh, responsibility for any of her actions. I think she's insecure. And I think she puts it back on him. Like, she was like, you're so insecure. You're this, you're that. But she never looks at herself, does any self-reflection. I think, yeah, I think she's controlling, like you guys said. it. it and he's just going to, 
she said, you're not the man that I fell in love with. No, now he's sticking up for himself before he wasn't. So now that he's doing that, now she's like, oh, dang, I don't know if I love you anymore. I don't know if this is going to work. She's controlling. Right. She wants to be able to put her man in his place any chance. Um, I want to know, though, ladies, you like a, you like for someone to be a little feisty with you? What do you like? Like, I don't necessarily like me when they can control everything. Like, I'm one of those people in a relationship. I'm a little feisty. I want to know how to let me start. I mean, I think it's more than spicy at this point. I think that she wants, like you said, to control the entire relationship. And she's really in a relationship with herself. Mm -hmm. She loves the man that she thinks she can say, do this, do that, do this, do that. And he's going to do it all. And when he finally is like, nah, I'm not doing that. That's why she's taken aback. What I thought was also interesting, guys, is when he explained how uh, this was his opportunity to go to the U.S. to become an international star. I was like, again, he's showing you who he is. He doesn't care about you specifically. He cares about you because you're his ticket to the United States. Yeah, I was watching you know, that. You care about oh, you can finish. Okay. No, no, no. I was watching that and I was just like, I was watching their whole exchange. Like Stacey was just saying, all of um, Lisa's deflecting and just bullying behavior. And in that moment, I was like, dude, just focus on your music. You will get to America if your music is good enough. And I feel like he's trying to take a shortcut and now he's really feeling the heat. Like this is, and he made an interesting comment and he said, you know, am I sacrificing too much for my dream? No, you're not sacrificing enough for your dream. You're putting your dream on the line by marrying this woman or being in a relationship with this woman and she's derailing you from your dream. So I think he needs to refocus and just focus on the music and he will make it to America if his music is good enough. All you need is one hit. One hit. There's a lot of Afrobeats artists out here that are killing it. You got techno, you got, you know, all these big artists that are really crossing over in America, and I think he can do the same if he just focuses on the right thing. I agree. I agree. All right, so moving on to Ed and Rosemary. I know Linda has some tea later on. And Rosemary, sorry. So, Ed, this episode visits her hometown. And Linda, I wanted to ask you because I know how you are when. Whenever someone travels to a foreign country, we see them act out. And I just wanted to know your thoughts. What was going through your head with Ed? Yeah, I was not happy. So when you travel abroad, it's not going to be like you're in the United States. It's not going to be exactly the same. And I think that when you're going elsewhere, you should embrace the culture and, and, and be ready to know that not every country is as rich as America is and people live different types of ways and you should be accepting of it. Now, will it be comfortable for you 100% of the time? Probably not. But if you have an open mind and you can adjust, then you will have an, an amazing cultural experience that you would, it's like once in a lifetime. When do you think he's going to go back to the Philippines anytime soon? So yeah, I, I, when he first was talking and he was like saying, Oh, that's not a sunroof. And, and 
are there flying cockroaches and all of that stuff? I just thought it was a little inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel uh, like he was being extra. And I do feel like these people, there's a common theme. They're going over there to buy her husband and wife. Like, it's not like they're actually going for love because if you were, you would respect that person's culture. You would want to get to know it. You would want to get to know their families, everything. I feel like they think, oh, if I go and marry someone from one of these countries, then it will be a, I'll get the upper hand in the relationship. It won't be like an equal relationship, give and take. It'll be like, oh, they're going to go along with what I want because I have the money. That and that whole savior complex, like I saved them from this terrible life. Well, you know what? They have, there's more to life than just your money. You have your family and your friends and, and those relationships. Yeah. So I agree with you 100%, Stacey. I feel like there Any of you ladies have freaked out if you went over there not expecting that 100%. So with, with those conditions, um, let's be real. I myself, I may, I would not have been rude about it because obviously he should have researched it. He knows what he's getting himself into. So I thought he was rude. But I do understand being shocked. <laughs> a little shocked. Just a little. Like they're going from that hotel too. So, you know, he gets over there. He's thinking, oh, yeah, I'm so teeny. We're in a nice hotel. And then he goes to her hometown. And it is a bit of a shock. Yes, he did the absolute most. And it was honestly really annoying. Um, and I like him because we just had him on like three weeks ago. Uh, but I, would you be shocked in those conditions? I would. <laughs> and I think, I think that, I think that, like you said, there was a lack of research done on Ed's part. And I think him being a man of a certain age, he should know his limitations. And if you know you're going to put yourself in a situation that you potentially could be uncomfortable with, then you need to set up, you know, you need to set up some alternate solutions, basically. Maybe bring the family to the hotel, or maybe you go out there for a few hours and I tell it back to Manila, where you're comfortable or a bit more comfortable. Um, and I don't think that speaks to him not wanting to be, or not being interested in, in Rosemary and her family, but I think that that speaks to him having self-love and self-respect and knowing, hey, these are my limitations. I don't feel comfortable in this environment, regardless of what anybody thinks. I love you. I love your family. Um, but this is how we're going to do this. And I think he should have just made a boss move and did it and, you know, figured out another way to engage with them. You can do it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I've done you know I've done very similar you things. I've tried, you guys know, yeah. yeah, I travel a lot. I've been to many countries and haven't been to the Philippines yet, but there are many countries that are or are like that. And I I personally think it opens your mind, and I think that it it's shows so you a different life. I think it's it shows so you gratitude. And I think it shows so you a bunch of stuff. So yeah, I could I could definitely do it, and I appreciate seeing how other people live and all the things that in first world countries we take advantage of and even right now in this current day and age and and being self-quarantined and not being able to do all the things that we're normally used to doing I just think that for me personally I would be able to adjust just because 
I'm used to traveling a lot and I'm used to like just respecting other people's cultures, even if it makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, right. You, Stacey? Yeah, I've done it before. So I agree with Linda. Like I've stayed in those conditions before and stuff like that, traveling and working with kids and stuff in other countries. So I could do it. I, yep. I just don't understand yeah. the, the judging it though. Like when he went there and it's like, uh, it's like, where do you think you're going? Don't yeah. you, did, did you yeah, get to know her? See, I need, I need to be ready. My feet, <laughs> you don't have these extra, his feet should have been there. He should have had well, you come ready. So you don't have to get ready. You lost like, shots or nothing. And he wasn't prepared. He needed like a fan. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was sweating yeah, a lot. Maybe because of his health. Thing too like um, his maybe. condition so maybe that was why another reason why he was so uncomfortable anytime he gets nervous could be anytime <laughs> he gets nervous he just sweats all right so long <laughs> can I- to jeffrey and oh. daria oh yeah shout out oh no i just want to say sell wonk in the comments said what about when he mentioned uh when he wanted rosemary to shave her legs Oh, <laughs> I was like, dude, relax. <laughs> so, I thought that was annoying. I don't know what you really thought. Like, I understand her being like uncomfortable with this, but like, I don't know. It's different to tell a woman you need to go shave your leg. You know, I don't know. What do y'all thought? That that whole interchange, that whole thing was really hard for me to watch like between his karate chopping the air and like the champagne and the whispering to get the champagne there because he wanted to be a surprise massage oil and then him telling her like to take off her robe but you notice that she wouldn't really take it off and then when he wanted to take her champagne she took it back and then when he started like rubbing her foot that whole foot massage and her face and then when he asked to kiss her and her face, I was just like, the, the whole thing was super awkward. And then in the morning when like he was all like over on the side, his hair was all crazy and she looked like, not happy. So then by that point, when he says, hey, your legs look like mine and her face like busted out, like I just went through this experience with you. Like, don't talk to me crazy. And I just thought the whole thing was so hard to watch. Like, not because of, like, anything physical, but more because these two look like they have no chemistry whatsoever. And, like, it's hard to see that. It's like a bad first date. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. awkward. There's no connection. Mm-hmm. No attraction. <laughs> Nada. It was a mess. Yeah. It was just cringeworthy, absolutely one of the most cringeworthy moments of this episode. Okay, moving on, ladies, to Jeffrey and Varia. So I, I just kind of want to jump right in and talk about how um, when the mom asked him if she could trust him, his runaround answer, thoughts on him not getting straight to the point and just saying, yes, you can trust me. Because I personally feel like regardless of what you've done, in your past, which is what he was worried about. That doesn't mean that someone can't trust you. You know, that was a straight yes or no question. Can I trust you? What, how did you guys yeah. think that? Yeah, I felt the same way, Alex. I'm like, just like you said, just because you have a tainted past doesn't mean that you're that same person current day. Or are you? 
because he had such a hard time answering the question. So um, that was concerning. And um, the fact that he was just so nervous about it, it's like, just spit it out, tell Varya and deal with the repercussions of, you know, what's going to come. But we'll see next episode what he does about that. Right. I think he ruined it for himself. I think he should have told her this right off the bat because now it's just biting him. He's it's biting himself in the butt. Like he should have said this right off the bat. Why didn't he tell her kind of, she could tell her mom and then the mom would already know. I don't understand why he just goes in thinking, Oh, if I just, you know, I don't know. Just it ruins it for him overall. I, I kind of agree with Ashley. I think that it doesn't matter what his past is if you're not able to just answer a yes or no question, I don't think it's just about his secret of being, you know, an inmate or a convict or whatever. I think that maybe he is looking at, you know, you're looking at someone's mama and she's asking you, are you trustworthy? And when he says it's not easy to say yes, that's more than just your past. Like, maybe you're not trustworthy. So when I was watching this episode, I watched it with my family and the first thing my mom goes like, Amy other country they who whenever you're meeting someone's parents you bring a gift yeah we're just talking about how and the it's crazy in the u.s you just it's hey what's up how are you <laughs> oh yeah you you'll come in the end sometimes you know uh thoughts on that i think it's kind of weird like are we just so far off i know linda you're technically not from the, you're not from the u.s so how is it in canada I mean, I was raised by African parents, so it's the same. Like you, I would even, Alex, going to your house for the first time, I would never go empty-handed. So it doesn't just apply to relationships. It just replies, uh, it applies to anywhere you go for the first time. You're going to go and you're going to bring a gift, whether that's wine, that's flowers, that's chocolate, whatever it is. It's just a, uh, it's like a courtesy thing. Like, I appreciate you for welcoming me into your home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought it was odd. I, I mean, I wouldn't have gone empty handed for him. And then I just thought picking the flowers like he did from the side of the road was just so. It was just a slap in the face. She's like, "Did you ah. get this from like a what did she say, a schoolyard or something?" Like, yeah, yeah. Did he steal these from the schoolyard? I think that shows his cockiness, though, you guys. That shows his personality, his cockiness. He's he's full of himself. Like he doesn't even think, oh, well, I'll just do this real quick. He couldn't even say, hey, can we stop somewhere? Let me, I'm embarrassed. I have shame. Like, you know, he didn't have any of that. He just went with you it. Know like, <laughs> you know what it reminded me of you guys? It reminded me of like, as soon as I saw him do that, I was like, oh yeah, he definitely was an inmate. You know how inmates make, like I watched so many of these shows where they make like jewelry out of soap and all this stuff. Cause when he oh, went and he pulled the flowers, no, seriously, when he pulled the flowers, but then he was like a florist when he was like wrapping it at the bottom. Did you see that? I was like, oh, you have the prison skills. That's why you think this He's is okay. He's always in the woods, though. He is yes. always in the woods. <laughs> he could have been that. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> He's all over the place. That's what I thought. I watch a lot of true crime, yeah. guys. Can we just talk <laughs> real quick about... Uh, their flight to Siberia where they talked about quote unquote the mile high club. It's odd. Yeah. I'm like, are there not people walking around fighting? How many bathrooms we all have? 
I mean, it's not easy to do that on a commercial flight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you went on the flight with him. <laughs> like, um, I thought that was interesting. It was like, okay, where are y'all from? What was that? I said, what were you ladies thoughts on that? I just thought it was a mess. I thought it was a mess. I thought it was a mess. But then they both looked really happy, so I believe that it happened. Yeah. No, I, I so think it happened, too. The car's fighting and ready to go. So she asked about that gear. Yeah, for sure. As a moving on, ladies, to Avery and Ash. They had their little vacation. And you can tell <laughs> she's still super nervous about him using his like work attitude towards her you know being a therapist do you get that from him yeah i i really wanted it was a little cringy to watch that interaction like they had they're basically on a vacation a quick little getaway and her criticizing him for his reaction was just like come on avery like that's just how that's his personality and his personality obviously ties into what he does for work, but don't always assume that he's giving you a generic response. That could very well be his genuine response to your question or your concern. And I just feel like she gives him a hard time for what he does. I think it's interesting because- what were your- Oh. Oh. No, I just thought it was interesting because they broke up three times. You think as a relationship expert, you would go back into it and talk about the big issues right off the bat to try to fix them, you know, not just go around. Like, I, I noticed that. Like, it's weird that he gives all this advice, yet he doesn't take it or he doesn't talk about the real stuff, just mm -hmm. the superficial stuff. So, yeah, no, I think it's fake. Yeah, it's like, I it's feel like fake. it's easier to give advice than it is to take it, though. <laughs> I definitely I think that. Uh, but what were your thoughts on Avery wanting to meet his wife? Is that necessary? Is she being extra? Would you no, want I, to write, write them? I think that's appropriate. I think Avery's a mom, so she understands the importance of connecting with his son's mom because his son is going to be around her. And I think she would probably want the same thing if the situation was flipped. You know, she was in um, I, don't see, mom's shoes. I don't see the son coming to live with him if he moves to the states. Now I don't know if he, Linda, you, I'm sure you know, but like, I don't know if he's in the states or not now. But like, I'm sorry, the moms don't usually give that up just like that, you know. I mean, I agree with you. I think that there is something that he hasn't told her yet, and I think that that's why he feels a little bit nervous for her to meet his ex-wife because like he said, he doesn't know what she's gonna say. And maybe his his grand scheme was, hey, I'm gonna take my son, we're gonna move to America, America together, but he might not have discussed it with his ex-wife. Right. And it's not, I mean, I don't think he necessarily has to right now until he sees if they're compatible. And if she can't, they, they, they can't even get past her thinking that he just sounds like a therapist all the time. What's the point of rushing into that? Bringing sense to it. I'm actually happy that he hasn't really brought his son into it yet. She knows about him. After that, you know, the boundaries, because a lot is 90-day franchise, we know. The kids are the first one 
to have to deal with the relationship, you know? And I just like to be kind of like, I don't know, iffy about it. I don't know. I, I, I think it's cool, you know? Um, and he's protecting his son. Moving on to Yolanda. So she's trying to figure out if her man <laughs> is real or not. And I am so sick and tired. Yolanda, a.k.a. Fever. It's just like all over again, okay? All over again. What will it take for her to realize that Williams is not William? Truly, because at the end of the day, she still believes that it's him. She's making excuses off a relationship based off Texas. Like she doesn't even talk to him. That just shows, I mean, she's naive. I think she's doing, she's desperate. She's so desperate just to keep having that. And I think she's addicted to it. And so I think she's not going to give it up. So she's going to tell her daughter, nope, someone's scamming Williams. Someone took his phone and ran away with it. (laughs) They're doing it all. And it's not his fault because she just wants that hope. She wants to cling to it. Sad, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I feel sad for her, too. I feel sad for her, too, because I feel like when she mentioned that she met him, quote unquote, met him online when she was at like in a darker place in her life and her husband had just passed away I think that having this seven month relationship helped her self-esteem and helped build her back up to feeling like loved and wanted and needed and all of that stuff and it's a harsh reality to be like you were in a relationship with someone who's catfishing you who's not who he says he is like yeah she's gonna be devastated and it's hard to watch like it's hard for me to believe that she can be so naive about a lot of things and holding on for so long. Like you're not having conversations for seven months. You're just texting. It's, it's kind of sad. Do you think she got married really young or something? Like she never really dated to learn all that stuff, you know, like, Hey, someone doesn't respond. I think it's just social media. Cause she has like six kids. Right. So, and they're all grown. So yeah, I think so. She's scared. I don't think it's just social media. It's it, not meeting in person for her age is what's getting her. I think she doesn't understand the catfish world. Like there's a whole show she's probably not even seen it. So I think that's just what it is. I think it's like just the time. time. Yeah, I mean, she's not caught up. Her her daughter even said that, right? Her daughter said that she's not social media savvy. And when the daughter had to like look up look up the Nigerian name and all of that stuff, she didn't know how to do it. So yeah, you probably are right. Yeah, it's a lot going on with her. But um, also like another Caesar person that we have, even though he wasn't on this episode, is David. He reminds me of Caesar as well. So we have two seasons on our hands this season. I don't know how we get through the rest of the season. It's just too much. I'm sick of it. Okay, so moving on to Stephanie and Erica, you know, they're together, they're happy, and then I just want to jump right into so we can get to news after Dr. Darcy's time. Um, how asked for Erica to delete the dating app. What are your thoughts on that whole situation, ladies? That whole situation was just blown out of proportion. Regardless of if she wanted to delete the dating app or not. It just didn't need to, it esca- It went from a one to a 10 in a matter of moments. And it just was like, 
if you guys can't get through this little bit of an issue, then yeah, go ahead and walk away because y'all don't know how to work together at all and don't know how to communicate. It was just bizarre was, and shocking. Was Stephanie right in asking her to delete the app? Do you think she was right? Yeah, I guess in her yeah. eyes, she felt like she was right. I, I don't think it was a necessarily wrong thing to ask. It does show that there's a level of distrust or maybe they just don't know each other well enough. And maybe Stephanie felt like, hey, this is what's going to make me feel comfortable. If you, if, do you mind, you know, deleting the app? And um, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with expressing what's going to make you feel comfortable. And I think her getting upset so easily was like a red flag a little bit. Because if you can't express, like you said, Ashley, someone, something that's bugging, that's making you uncomfortable and just saying, hey, you know, this bugs me. Can you do this? And they're getting upset and they're like, you know what, blah, blah, you're going to control me, all this stuff. Like, that's an issue. You should be able to at least discuss it and not go to like ultimatums. Like, if you do this, this is going to happen or whatever. Right. Linda, you mean? Yeah, no, I I agree for the most part. I do think for me, though, for her asking her to delete it was a little bit demanding, in my opinion, if they haven't already established that they're in an exclusive relationship. If they have, then yeah, that's something that they should be able to talk about. And it shouldn't have been blown up into this big thing where you're crying and you're walking away. Um, but if they're not in an exclusive relationship, then she has a right to have that app because that's what dating is. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Is it exclusive? I think they not? are. I think they are in an um, exclusive relationship because she kept saying, like, my girlfriend, my girlfriend. So I kind of, mm. I just assumed right. that they were, that they already established that. And so. I think, too, like, seeing her online, she puts on this different persona. And so uh, Erica thinks she's, like, all wild and sexual and free spirit and everything. Like, she'd be cool with these things. But then meeting her in person, it's different, which that happens a lot. And people are like, whoa, you're not like this. And she's super conservative, you know? So I think that's a wake up for both of them too. Wake up call. Yeah, I really don't have any, like, I don't know how to feel about this whole relationship. It's a lot going on, to be honest. And it's going to be a real person with this couple. Um, so let's move on to Darcy and Tom. Oh my <laughs> this episode was just like, this Tom needs a red a cow nose. He was a mess. His comments were disgusting. Um, and I think that he was so bothered with how unbothered Darcy was that he threw every dart he could because he wanted to, he wanted some emotion out of her. When he realized, oh, this isn't hurting her, oh good, yeah, I don't need you. Yeah. Uh, be good with someone else and he was going in and then he grabbed the weight I'm like okay so that was his last part that was his draw four okay he was trying to just throw out anything to cut her and I think she's like she handled it well yeah and my thing is I'm proud of Darcy for not crying there you can cry all you need to because I know it hurts right for someone to say that but walk up out that building like you have some sense and cry when you walk out. Do not let this man see you crying and get the satisfaction. I, I think he hit all of her insecurities from you're like a sister, you're like a friend, and then he, I love you like a sister, I love you like a friend, and then your weight. Maybe those are insecurities of her and he like just jabbed at them. It was interesting because she stood in, 
she stood up for herself, like walking in, like, oh, I don't want to hug from you. Like, I'm going to create boundaries. And he didn't like that at all. And now, I'll pay for his coffee. Check. They were they were poking at each other. They were poking when she like when she offered to pay, not when she said I'll pay for his coffee, she's basically like, You're not a man. I'm gonna pay, I'll take care of this. (laughs) I was proud. Proud Darcy Darcy moment, honestly. She did great. You're doing great, sweetie. We love it. Keep it up. Okay, so moving on to news and gossip, Linda, tell us what's up. Catch us up. Oh, my God. There's so much news, guys. Uh, I'm going to do briefer versions of each so that we can get through it all. Uh, I'll start with the drama between Usman, Lisa, and this new girl, Tyler, that I hadn't heard of her and I know that Alex, you gave me the 411, so I went and looked her up. She's like this crazy yeah, YouTuber. Trisha, yes, excuse me. I called her Tyler. Uh, crazy YouTuber who says she's like a exotic dancer. She is she does porn, all of this stuff. So what she, how it started was she posted on her Instagram. Uh, herself like kind of dancing to Usman's I love you and it features her wearing a thong bikini and like standing up in like low-rise shorts and like dancing around and she captions it this one goes out to baby girl Lisa well guys you know how Lisa is so Lisa exploded and when I say she exploded she exploded saying this is like basically disrespectful and who are you to do this, all this stuff. But what's interesting about Trisha is Trisha kind of egged her along was like, uh, you want to be sister wise? We can share him. Uh, we can be at Aram together, all of this stuff. And, and the more she did that, the angrier Lisa got. Now here's the k- kicker of it all. So this Trisha girl goes live with soldier boy and soldier boy and her have this like weird awkward live session and he's kind of like encouraging her behavior and not only is he encouraging her behavior that initial post that she posted skimpy bikini guess what he did guys reposted it so you know lisa was not having it lisa she flipped all the way out she flipped she was if she could virtually fight this girl, show up at her door, that's what Lisa would have done. So uh, when Trisha says, can we share him? And Lisa says, nope, unless you pay me big money. And then she goes on to say how much. And then in the commentary, she's like, she's really trying to sell her husband right now, question mark, right? So goes back and forth, back and forth. And it was like, the drama for this weekend guys so if you missed it you can definitely catch up on social media with the actual live videos now not only does trisha go live with soldier boy in this small frame of time she also goes live with jeffrey and she asked jeffrey if soldier boy and lisa are still back together and he's like i don't know right and she's like well not only does uh she not think that they're together, but then she goes off on Varia and says how much she hates Varia. She loves 90 days, but she hates Varia the most. And Jeffrey just laughs at it. And 
So she was stirring it up with the couples of this season quite a bit, guys. And it was fire. Instagram was lit all weekend long. Now, side note, uh, another thing that popped up with Usman is Usman put the original model back in the I Love You video. And people were trolling Lisa because of it. But Lisa was like, it's all good because if he makes money, I make money. Um, and then the last thing about Usman and Lisa, because they were all over the, the internet this weekend, is Chrissy Teigen posted on her Twitter that she is now the personal assistant of baby girl Lisa. And the internet went crazy about it. I love it. <laughs> crazy. So that's them in a nutshell. Moving on to the other hot news of the weekend is the drama that happened between Tom Darcy um, and I'm just going to call him an online blogger. So Tom is facing a bunch of backlash after this episode, obviously, right? For the tip for tat, tip for tat that he was doing with Darcy. And so he was going on an apology tour And he posted a vague apology saying that it was the editing and taking out of context, but he didn't directly apologize to Darcy on it. He was just like, it makes me look bad and that we're just human. And sometimes we say things that, that uh, aren't good, Uh, but he doesn't apologize to Darcy directly. And the fans were not having it. They were like, basically you should apologize to Darcy because that's who you were inappropriate with. So then he goes on, to post a video like a clip for next week's episode showing how remorseful he was but again not directly to Darcy so this online blogger posted his apology and this blogger has a lot of followers and he was getting trolled in the comments so he sent this blogger a direct message asking him to turn the comments off And the blogger was like, no, it's my page. I'll do what I want to do. If you don't want to read them, then just don't read them. So Tom went ahead and blocked him. And then they got in a feud and they got in a feud (laughs) in their stories. So they were calling each other sweetheart and all of this stuff, but really condescending. So that whole Darcy, Tom, and this blogger thing, I don't think it's over because there was no like resolution yet. Uh, So that happened. Amongst all the fireworks, guys, uh, TLC announced that they're having a uh, quarantine spinoff. So it's going to be a five-episode series. It's all going to be self-filmed by 40 different cast members, past, present. um, And the TLC team, production team, picked the top 40 uh, cast members that they think were most popular. And amongst them, we're going to see Darcy again. Uh, we're going to see Chantel and Pedro again. We're going to see Danielle again, Colt again, and even Jesse. But what's interesting is fan favorites like Paul and Karini, not so much. We're not going to see them. So it'll be, they have a full list of the 40 couples. Um, so I am interested to see the drama that pops off behind the scenes there when you're actually in their day-to-day real <laughs> life, Right. So that is what I'm going to leave you guys with. We do have our news and gossip show right after that. So if you want to get a more in-depth detail, make sure you tune in. Yes. Any quick predictions before we head off? 
I think Lisa's gonna cause something over there. She's gonna cause some crazy drama over there. She's taking down everyone with her too. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> I think uh, Usman's mom is going to have to. I feel like she might have to check Lisa, even if it's just like a slight read. Because let's be real. Moms really don't even have to get into it with you like that. They can yeah. really just quickly read you, correct it, and I think that's gonna happen. And it's gonna get Lisa together. And she's gonna realize because a couple of episodes ago, episodes ago, she thought if your mom doesn't agree, then it's so what? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> I think she'll get that sense when she meets his mom in person. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you, Alex. I think that uh, she's going to be in for a rude awakening when uh, the mom comes out and it's all about respecting your elders there. And so it's going to be a little Mm -hmm. bit weird tension because they're probably like roughly around the same age, but she's not going to be able to pop off like she normally pops off. And also I saw the preview where she's in the traditional African gear. I think that that's going to also humble her as well. Right. All of it. All of the above. Ashley? I think Varya is actually going to be not necessarily okay with Jeffrey's past, but I think that that's not going to stop her from being with him. I don't think that's going to be a game changer. Ashley, do we have any... To me, I think she sees you right now. (laughs) Do we have any uh, shout-outs, Ashley? Yeah, the live chat is crazy right now. We have like 104 people in the live chat. So thank you guys all Hi guys. Hi everyone. for yeah. yeah for joining. Just uh, we do ask that you scroll up, give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed the show. Make sure you comment. Um, just some people that commented in last week's um, replay on YouTube. Uh, Melanie uh, Hoyleman. I hopefully I said that right. Um, she always comments and leaves nice comments. Steph Yay. Zone, Terry Markle, S. Foray, Sean M., Winta B., Idalia, uh, Sue, Sue Always, Michelle Dunn, Viana, uh, Janelle, Jane, Tammy, Aloma, Alex, Trish, Bay Morgan, Little Frog, Lisa Douglas, Terry Savage, Mary J., or Mari G., excuse me. So I think I hit everybody, but thank you guys all so hey, much everyone. for commenting and watching us every week. We really appreciate all of you, and um, we we enjoy your comments. <laughs> we definitely do, and we enjoy the show, and I can't wait to see how the rest plays out in next week's episode. <laughs> of course, we'll see you here next week. Everyone find you. Uh, you can find me all across social media at Linda is so girly. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. (laughs) And you guys can find me all over Instagram at Stacy underscore Olivas at Nat Nighty Fiance. Now send me your memes, send me your news, crazy stuff, whatever you want to send me. Well, not whatever. <laughs> yes, and you can find me <laughs> all <laughs> over the world at Hey Alex Bowers, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yay! Bye, you guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.